Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, July the 19th. Our reading this morning comes to us by the way of the book of Deuteronomy. That's one of the first five books of the Bible, the Pentateuch, commonly referred to as the Law of Moses. It's really the law that Moses receives from the Lord himself on Mount Sinai. The word Deuteronomy means second law. It's building upon the book of Exodus. That is, the formal commandments, the Ten Commandments, are entrusted to Moses to present to the people, the Israelites. And Deuteronomy goes into more specifics. That is, how one is to live and apply these in particular circumstances. Not in every detail, not uh, micromanaging, but it adds a little flesh to the skeleton of the law. You know, thou shalt not kill. Uh, Thou shalt honor the parents. Don't steal. Don't lie. So on and so forth. Well, the book of Deuteronomy uh, gets down into a little more specifics as to how that is to take place. And in this particular passage from the book of Deuteronomy, Moses uh, gathers the Israelites together, and uh, he, again, relates to them what the Lord has revealed to him and told him to, in fact, tell the people. And he reminds the people how special they are. They are God's chosen ones. And uh, that goes all the way back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And God made that promise that his covenant with Abraham would last forever. And of course, it will be completely fulfilled in the new covenant, in the death and resurrection of his beloved son and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so uh, Moses gathers them together and uh, he reminds them of this, that your, Lord, your God, the God of your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, is the only true one and living God. God has chosen you, and to whom much is given, much is expected. And Moses tells them that the Lord requires not simply that you uh, circumcise your body. Not simply that you offer sacrifice of animals or of the produce of the field. Moses says, circumcise your hearts. Circumcise your hearts. No longer be stiff-necked. In other words, it's moving now to the interior part of the person. It's not simply behavior. It's not simply external performance. But it's something deeper than that. It is the cutting away of all that stops our heart, uh, like a callus, over our heart. But it is a responsive heart, an open heart, to receive all that the Lord has to give, and 
to live in gratitude each day for whatever we receive. St. Paul says, in all things give thanks. Again, I say to you, in all things give thanks. And so Moses is moving into that particular direction. Circumcise your hearts. And he shifts to a very interesting concept. It is the reality of the alien, the alien. The word alien comes from a Latin word which means stranger. That is, a person who is unfamiliar to us, a person who may be traveling from another area, maybe even another country, and that person is an alien. They're a foreigner, and they feel sort of out of place. That is, it's not their place. It's not their home. And there are, there's a kind of natural tendency, if you will, to look upon the alien as a stranger, as someone who is not like us. And that can raise suspicion. Uh, it can raise uh, overly cautious behavior. It can even evoke some kinds of attitudes of distrust uh, and all that goes with that. And a kind of ostracizing, a kind of shunning or separating from those who may be in need. Uh, a need may be something as directions. It may be some information. It may be a welcoming, a hospitality, an extending of uh, a smile, a hand, something simple as good morning, things like that, uh, how we do that. And specifically, Moses tells the people, he says, execute justice for the orphan and the widow and befriends the alien, feeding and clothing him. So you must befriend the alien, for you were once alien yourselves in the land of Egypt. Moses reminds the people, look, we're now moving into these new lands and the lands that the Lord has given us. And we were once aliens in Egypt and we know how badly we were treated. We were in slavery, forced uh, to do all the labor, to build the monuments for the Egyptians to their gods and not our own. We were forced to do that by brutal treatment. But the Lord in his mercy liberated us, brought us through the, brought us through the Red Sea under the leadership of Moses and Aaron, brought us into this land, and we have become settled and prosperous. And now there are those who are coming into the land that we now possess. We must never forget that we were once aliens. We were once foreigners in a foreign land, ill-treated. We must not treat those the way we ourselves were once treated. But we are to extend to them hospitality and help in any way we can within our means, that is prudent, within our ability, 
And in doing so, we are circumcising our hearts. We are opening ourselves uh, to the other. Jesus says uh, in the Gospel of St. Matthew, at the end of the world, I was a stranger and you made me welcome. So Jesus is often present in the alien, in the stranger, and how we make that person uh, welcome. And we're not talking about politics and everything today is political, that's unfortunate, which pollutes so much of our attitudes and uh, our beliefs and our behavior. We're leaving all of that aside. That's all for others to worry about. We're talking about for those who walk in the way of the Lord. We are to do our part to make the stranger, the alien, because all of us, each and every one of us, is a resident alien. And what I mean by that is that this is not our lasting home. This is not our final resting place here on earth. No matter how beautiful, how comfortable, how well off, St. Paul tells us that eye has not seen nor ear heard what God has in store for those who truly love him. That the glory of this world passes away because God has in store for us who truly love him uh, an existence that we can't begin to imagine. Eye has not seen nor has imagination or mind or intellect even conceived what God has in store for us. Right now, we're aliens. We're pilgrims, sojourners, traveling through this, through this earth, God's earth, in the amount of time that the Lord has allotted to us to know, love, and serve God in this world, to be in God's blessed presence and to experience that blessedness for all eternity with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And God has been infinitely hospitable and kind to us. The gift of faith, the gift of church, the gift of the sacraments, the scriptures, our friends, our families, all of the good things that we have received while we were still aliens in order to aid us in our journey to God. So we, we are resident aliens to an extent, to a real extent. Uh, we're traveling, we're traveling through, we all have our green cards, if you will. And so we are called to have that attitude, number one, to be hospitable to the stranger, again, within prudence, within good judgment. Uh, also to share within prudence what we have maybe to those who are in need. And also to recognize that we are resident aliens. We are traveling through. And with God's grace and God's providence, we will reach our true and lasting home, which is not here on earth. It is with Almighty God and the communion of saints in heaven.
That's the ultimate goal of our existence. Life with the one who made us and who loves us, who died for us and abides within us for all eternity. That's our rendezvous with destiny. That's our destiny. That's our gift that the Lord places before us every day. And so we are to circumcise our hearts, to remove all of the hardness of skin and the crust and all of the baggage that can keep our hearts cold and iron-like and develop a responsive heart, a heart that responds to the Lord. So today, as we continue our, our journey, our pilgrimage in this day, the day that the Lord has given us, let us today be hospitable. Let us today make welcome those who may feel on the outside or strange or foreign, to make them welcome, to fulfill the words of Jesus. I was a stranger, and you made me welcome. In welcoming that stranger, we are welcoming Christ himself. God bless you.